0: Chicago Industry Podcast.
1: Music, film, television, business, influencers, entertainers, creators, events, and sports.
0: Celebrating so the, the Chicago industry,
1: past, present, and future. Always remember, Chicago is the culture. With Team John Hill tonight. How hey. Are
0: you? I, am, I am feeling good. I'm feeling blessed by the best.
1: Happy New
0: Year. Happy New Year, yes. 2019. It is going down. We are on uh, day four into the new year. Already, girl. Yes. We can't even even catch our bearings. Man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Four days in, they knocking on the door like <laughs> you got the red? Oh, <laughs> so let yeah. us know what you do Mr. Super Producer No, 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 no. Um, I'm actually um, a singer, songwriter producer um, a, faci- a facilitator of sorts you know, mm-hmm. do a few things here and there So you get shit done Basically, okay. in a world of people that always talk I feel like Chicago are walkers and I'm from Chicago so okay. that's how we do it
1: so elaborate a little bit into that. Where do you
0: say Chicago are walk. Well, you know, I got that quote actually from Michael Douglas. Shout out to Michael Douglas, the actor. Mm-hmm. Um, he said he's been in a lot of places, a lot, a lot of places. Um, and he said, Hollywood is hype. New York is talk. Chicago is work. Okay. So um, I really stand behind that statement. And he's not even from here, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So um, for him to have that, I definitely concur with that statement just me and my constituents as a whole, I see that we hustle really hard. We moved to LA, we moved to New York, we moved to Atlanta, and everybody, if you look at the the zeitgeist, you'll see that everybody has a tie to Chicago. They're from there, they were born there. So our whole mindset, I mean, the President of the United States, two of them from here, you know what I mean? Our whole mindset is to work and to push a, a spiritual agenda. 'Cause there's always a spirit attached to whatever the genre is that we do. Mm-hmm. You know?
1: Okay, so you're originally from
0: Chicago? Born and raised, the Park. That? Okay, Wicca Park, awesome. you, okay. you know what I'm saying? Art District. You know what I'm saying? Um yeah, I love it, man. Um growing up in Chicago was something else. You know, I grew up in the, the crisscross era. Crisscross Jamaica, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it was like nineties, nineties baby. I was born in the eighties though. So 80, 80, 80s, 80s, right? yeah. I don't want to give too much away y'all trying to figure <laughs> out my age but uh, now um, in the 90s so I was the last in that era of that dope music that, that meant something you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying I'm, I'm, I'm still young enough to get the little yatties and the little pumps and the the, the chumps and all of them <laughs> But um, <laughs> I'm still good enough In that area where um, You know what I'm saying My mentor like R. Kelly Temperatures rising Your body's You no, know what I'm saying So like that era And like you know what I'm saying um, You know The Isley So we, we got us to both worlds I think Yeah but I always say that Like if you was born in the 80s Raised in
1: the 90s You got like Oh man. You, your music was still
0: able to raise you up. Oh man. Every song had a meaning. Oh. But man' it was good, bad, sad, you, however you was feeling, there was a song to match your emotions. Exactly. Now, so right now it's uh, you know, it's of the night." Da, 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 da. I ain't no time. <laughs> I actually like that record though. But that's pretty much all the records. Like that whole, you know, all right friends are dead all my friends are dead, 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 <laughs> everybody's dead, dead, like, what the hell? Like, what are you, what's wrong with you? I get it, you know, uh, You know Xanax and Zoloft, I get it, but damn, <laughs> get some therapy shit. <laughs> if I could curse, I'm sorry. I don't know. But, uh, you know, I mean, but then I don't want to date myself, you know what I mean? I don't want to sound like Our parents sound; these kids with their jabodes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like they're British
0: knights.
1: (laughs) I think think if you have young kids in this era right now, they keep you musically grounded because they like my son to be like, "Nah, that's not real music," and I get very offended. Like, whoa. And then I had to introduce him to what real hip-hop was. Come on! So now he understands the Jay-Z's, the Nas, the Tupac's of the world. Because, you know, those kids think that, like, Lil Yachty and all of those things... Yeah, ladies, they started Oh, no, that's real music. I'm like, yeah. that's not real music. Let me like, introduce you. You, you know
0: what's funny, though? It's funny that, you know, like, from years ago, I want to say 40 years ago, oldies would be like, you know, Neil Sedaka or, like, Elvis. Mm-hmm. And now 40 years, Ahead of the line, oldies is going to be, it was all a dream, I used to read (laughs) Word Up magazine, like, that's oldies, you know what I mean, so it's just, it's intriguing to see how time progresses on. So, how were you when you first
1: started songwriting?
0: Um, I didn't know what songwriting was. Mm -hmm. You know how you do something, but you don't know what it is? Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, you're just really good at throwing a baseball, but you don't know that you're a pitcher. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I want to say I was like seven. I started writing uh, (laughs) you know how you make up like songs stupid songs to other people's songs Mm -hmm. and you're not knowing that that's called songwriting you're just doing stuff so I was just like biggie 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 can't you see I like my chicken extra crispy and I just love your fish fillets go to White Castle and get your crate you know like (laughs) like you're just doing stuff like that or you uh Chicken wings from heaven, Okay. rain down on me. I'm a little fat ass, rain down <laughs> on no, me. Chicken wings, ba 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 ba. Bah, chicken wings. So I'm like, like three part harmonies so you know to different words. Like, uh, would have <laughs> definitely been the, you know, the, the Jamie
1: Foxx of where the jingle writers.
0: So <laughs> a- like, you get what I mean, though, like. um, but that's songwriting, you know, so I'm to say from seven to eight, it moved into poetry. Um, you know, when you're in the adolescent phases and you're like, I, I like girls. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> All these new emotions and thoughts and I swear by the moon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, seven years old is when I started writing music. But when I knew I had a talent for it, I want to say I was in eighth grade when I kept getting a principal called on me because I was writing sex poems. There's this guy that came out called Zane, um, oh, yeah. the the Great. sex novelist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I shouldn't have been reading that at that age, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: when you never had sex before and you're just like, oh my God! <laughs>
1: and
0: you just started writing your own novels. So okay. I was like, I think I'm a writer. And my principal said, he said, um, Mr. Hell, uh, my dad, your son, I love this. Don't you love this? They do the improvement sounds, good, bad, good. They say, Mr. Hill, your son is a creative spirit in which, you got the mama look. She, you can tell she had mama, mm mm-hmm, yeah, okay, get to the stuff, that creativeness to him with his writing, but if I could just show you, don't you hate that little slide yeah, to the desk? Yeah. His notebook. Um, some of his calligraphies here. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm right. And I I used to take cutouts of like chicks from the Victoria's Secret catalog. Actually, it was Sears because you know we didn't have internet really. It was getting there, but it wasn't really there.
1: Still, I was from up Yeah,
0: dial-up. yeah dial-up. I ain't got no time to be waiting for no dial-up, so I just go to Sears underwear, cut it up, and then write a poem around it. Okay. Just, just. Adolescent stuff, you know what I'm saying? Funny as shit. Um, that, um, you know, and the principal said, he has, and this is, it just, you know, you're sitting there, you're scared because you're gonna get a whooping. Right. But it, it, these words changed the whole, you know, the narrative. He said, He really does, though, I mean, just reading some of this. (laughs) And when you're a kid, you just think, but as a adult, you go, you read my stuff, you old freak. (laughs) No,
1: he said, he said,
0: but he said, he really has a career in writing. Uh, We could just channel that energy into uh, Something something a little more positive. He can really... So, <laughs> changed the scenery. So you've been
1: writing since a, a very since a young child into mm-hmm. adolescence. So when did you get your break in the industry? music? Okay.
0: So this is what's crazy. Um, I always knew I wanted to do music. You know how you always know you want to do something, mm-hmm. but you didn't know you could make money in it. Right. Well, luckily for me, my mother, my mother was from um, you know Englewood, um, and my dad's from Cabrini. Okay. So they know about the struggle. Mm-hmm. They knew that you could do anything, or you can be anything but you know, you just have to put your mind to it. So they worked their asses off to give me a fighting chance to even fight with, um, you know, the, the scholarship people and the Ivy League people, things like that. Um, they got me in a good school, I worked, and uh, I went to high school, and when I went to high school. I met a lady, excuse me, by the name of Anna Lubisic, and she introduced me to um, the art of opera. Now, my mother and father used to play operas all the time, you know, a lot Boheme and, um, Les Miserables and things like that but she taught me how to sing opera hmm. in which the first year I got in my freshman year I was on a varsity singing squad okay. and then from there I won awards and gotten the news and all types of things blah 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 Chicago uh, public school person John Hill has won the national blah, 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 blah. and um, it brought a lot of uh, what do you call it basketball scouts if you will music mm-hmm. scouts out and uh, that scored me an a, um, education to the Music Institute of Winneka and Juilliard. Okay. So you are
1: classically, firmly, internationally trained to do what
0: you do. Absolutely. Okay. And um, so, you know, after doing a little bit of that, and at this point I'm a senior, 18, about to be 19, you go, you go to New York, you move around, you do things. You, um, I ran into Grammy Award winner, multi-Grammy Award winner, Michael Jackson songwriter, R. Kelly. Once I ran into him, we chatted a little bit and it was a spiritual thing, you know what I mean? How it happened, so um, he invited me to an interview and, um, at his house. This is how I transitioned from the opera into what I do now. Went to his house, it was crazy. Um, he told me to be there at eight o'clock. This was in 2005. He showed up at three in the morning
1: Sounds just
0: like. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. I was sitting in his house, the one in the the big one, in the Junior in yes. that house. So, <laughs> so I'm sitting there. I'm walking past. I see pictures of Biggie and Michael Jackson and Grammys and everything. With spider webs on them. I'm just like, this is unfreakin' believable you know. So he shows up and he's singing just the same. He, he walking down the hallway. Mm-hmm. Yeah i was like oh crap he's here Mm you (laughs) know so he's coming down and he's like what's up y'all sing right on the the spot like 2060 you so (laughs) so he put me on and i sang and he was like what else you got Sang something else unimpressed what else you got sang the opera what else you got I was like, damn, I gave him the best stuff. I time. gave him the best stuff, you know what I mean? So I had my guitar. This is one of the ballsiest things anybody could ever do. He sat there. I was like, I got something for you. His whole crew was there. Everybody like metronomes, head just nodding and nodding to the music, you know. So I go, boom, 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 boom his own shit okay. so he hit me with the oh okay. this nigga ballsy <laughs> so i'm like i'm standing here looking in the mirror saying damn to myself i should have known a day would come that she would find somebody else and all the things i took her through he was like things i took her through and then know. i messed up yeah, but see i messed up though because i ain't yeah. know all that <laughs> and he said, "Keep going." Like, Shoulda lasted this long. He was like, "Long, long telephone call, Calling Tyrone wrong." Cause when a woman, he's like, "No matter how you beg, you know, doing, <laughs> doing the thing, we right?" We all having a jam. We right? having a jam. My guitar break.
1: Oh goodness, That's true.
0: He looking at me like, "What you gonna do?" Like with him, everything is like a test. You know what I'm saying? What you gonna do? I flip it over on his back, and I'm like, When a woman's fed up, and he just kept on high-da-high, just hit that motherfucker oh, da 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 da, da oh. Then he went to his boy, grabbed B.B. King guitar off the wall, gave it to me, kept going, if you don't wanna find out. We sang the whole song, it was like, yeah, yeah. Then there was a dead silence. He's like, you want taco? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Gave me a taco, turned around, recorded something real quick, finished, pressed play. I was like, holy crap, it was amazing. <laughs> like, And then he's like, do you wanna go play basketball? I'm like, sure. It was about three in the morning at this time. And then we go to the basketball court. Michael fucking Jordan is in there playing. So we all play basketball. Now, just cause I'm black, don't mean, Don't mean I know I play basketball. <laughs>
1: exactly
0: I'm a mathlete, not an athlete. No. <laughs> so so we playing basketball and they back me down and da da da, but I'm on you like a pit bull on a turtleneck. I, you, know, you know what I'm saying? And I'm playing ball and they just, just, all you heard was, that should be a slogan. Me? See, the way I thought it looked like, that it was amazing. But in real life,
1: you just take bricks, all, all bricks.
0: Oh man! Like sure. I shot one that it, it was going in. I swear it was, but it was just short, so it just bounced and then went under the rim, and the ball got stuck. And Rob was like, "Just sit down. Just yeah, you Sit, just quick. sit down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, have a seat." And um, long story short, they said we got a small project. Are you busy? Are you doing anything? I was like. And even at that age, I was smart, even though, you know, like, you know, I was like, nah, I ain't doing nothing. I had a girlfriend, scholarship, uh, job. Nah, I ain't really, no, that's right. I ain't doing nothing. What you got going on? <laughs> and uh, they bought me a plane ticket to BET. Just threw me right in the water. Ain't tell tell me. And in this business, you don't know what's going on at all. You don't know. My boss likes to call that uh, learning by fire. <laughs> yes. Ooh, I like that. You don't know. Uh-huh. You don't know. OK, so what am I doing? You know, you, you just ask 57 questions. Where, where are we going? Wait, you want me to go to O'Hare? Why are we going to O'Hare? OK, first class? Why am I in first class? Where are we going? Los Angeles? Why Los Angeles? OK, this is the hill? Nice. A penthouse? OK, I'm in the penthouse. Why am i in the penthouse. OK, mm-hmm. what are we doing? OK, we're going to rehearsal? Why are we rehearsing? Whose microphone is this in the middle? Oh, background singing? Okay. Oh, you want me to run all of your background vocals? Oh, okay. Who are the two girls? Oh, I'm running the two girls? Okay. What Five $5,000? Th- $5, okay. For the month? For the week? So you just Wait, what am I supposed to do hand. with that? Who's an accountant? What's going on? So they had to tell me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. So I'm like, what is this for? What's TV? BET? Like the TV network? Like I'm. Like they don't tell you. They don't tell you what's going you on just gotta
1: go with
0: the and then all of a sudden the curtain come up a white guy come to me with the big janet jackson thing on his mouth he said can you sign this i said hold oh, no, on i need a lawyer he said no you want to get paid for being on tv right i said tv yeah you're w- so you do that and then the curtain come up and ladies and gentlemen r kelly and i look up and the thing open up there go serena williams they go queen latifa they go snoop they go jermaine dupree they go puffy and we standing there, and Rob didn't come out yet. And I'm like, <clears throat> and I'm supposed to start. <laughs> <laughs> and that was my first professional thing, in the thing. And that's, so that's how I got in. So you just got try by fire. By fire. Got through to wolves. You survived. Did that for a few years, and, and then my writing just kind of, Kicked off with him, and I got my Grammy nomination, co-writing "Pregnant" with him on the Untitled album. Okay. And then we did "Sex," uh, "Kitchen," "Sex in the Kitchen." Mm-hmm. And then you know, you bounce out, you doing your thing. Did "Sexy Can" out with uh, Ray J and Young Bird. Mm-hmm. And then we came over, and then uh, my production team and I started doing the work with 50 Cent. Mm-hmm. Then we bunk over and do some Jason Derulo. Some kid named Jason Derulo or something coming out. On some of the work. So we just started working with him. <laughs> so and you then, kinda
1: just made your way all over. Yeah. This this kid from Wicker Park area in Chicago. And now you made a name for yourself in this industry. So is most of your time spent on the West Coast or are you back I'm back and forth? and forth. Okay. Back and
0: forth like a Back, But back y'all don't want to talk to me about songs like I'm a catalog from country all the way down. But
1: what's your um, favorite genre of music to write? Music. All of them. All of them. So,
0: I, I mean, I, I worked with, I uh, did some consulting with Mike Eibley and uh, for Rascal Flatts. Okay. So, it don't matter to okay. me. Okay. We were just with uh, Lady at the Bell last week, me and my uh, business partner, Conrad Waller. So, we're we'll like, us. I mean,
1: You are a jack of entree. So, your your musical year has got to be amazing, because since I've walked in, you just been... Doing these runs, you've been all over the place. Um, <laughs> you, you, you are pretty amazing. Thank okay? you. It
0: just—it's a, a—it's um, a spirit. It's an energy. You know what I mean? My music is my ministry um, that everybody can feel because we all come from the same place. Mm-hmm. Um, some people might not be able to allocate that through vocal, but we are from the same spirit. That
1: beat is always in you, even if you—even as a little baby—if you put music on the vibrations.
0: Absolutely, absolutely.
1: So it, 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 people ask me all the time, "Are
0: you on drugs? Because your ass is just singing. Like, you are just happy. Why are you so happy?" I was like, you oh, no. know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the music's good. The sex is good. Uh,
1: no, that's the money's good.
0: good. So the partners is good. Be good <laughs>
1: by you. Um, by you being, you, you kind of travel over the places. Most times when, it, when people are from Chicago, and people hear you're from Chicago, do you get the, oh my god, how would you make it out?
0: It's so bad. There. You know what? I do. Because do you find media, yourself
1: defending Chicago
0: a lot? I defend everything about Chicago. The media likes to perpetuate us as being the, the weirdos of the, the the country. You know what I'm saying? Like We're the third largest market in the country. But they can't seem to help each other out. And you go to Atlanta, everybody got a family-based feeling. New York, family-based feeling. LA, family-based feeling. So, you know, I always have to defend us on that standpoint. I always have to defend, you know, my brother on his standpoint, you know, R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. And, well he's from Chicago, too. Or, you know, the Chief Key, or the, the Little Dirk, or these guys are all doing negative stuff, and all the murders, and all the, I think because we are such a big
1: city, our news is televised all over the world. Yes. And Channel 9 News is the national syndicated news channel. And that's why the whole world knows what's going on here. And I feel like they always concentrate on the bad things and the bad neighborhood. I feel like every neighborhood is not bad. I mean, I've lived in the wood before. Absolutely. And I'm like, where is it at? I ain't yeah,
0: seen it. Yeah, what is you, When you
1: come back, do you give back to the, to the underprivileged people?
0: Absolutely. Um, I, I try to give educational platforms on how to get into the business again like I said me and my business partner Conrad Waller we, uh, we're trying to put together educational programs to teach them about the music industry because what they see on TV is not it yeah. they gotta condense all of that stuff into one hour so they go No, you can sing oh my god now I can sing oh now I did an album now we're rich mm-hmm. nah it don't happen in an hour baby yeah. <laughs> it take 15 years to become an overnight celebrity so what is your uh, <laughs> if you could be doing
1: anything other than something in the music
0: industry
1: what would you
0: Mm. You know what? I never really thought about it because it was this or fail. But
1: mm. well,
0: we don't even fail. So. I mean, it ain't no hold up. <laughs> How, Sway? Okay. How? Okay. So, are you, working with, um, are you currently
1: working with any record companies?
0: So I put together some great partnerships like uh, Mark Taylor over at the Island. Mm-hmm. Um, Arlen Recording is so important to the culture of Chicago because, you know, he gives people a chance to record and perform on a platform that is a professional. Of course, there's a lot of majors that come in here. This is the mm-hmm. same build-out as CRC. Okay. Um, but, you know, um, shout-out to Mark Taylor that dude who's really added strong presence to the Chicago industry. So you're a staple in
1: that studio?
0: I'm absolutely, a partner. He's a partner uh, of mine. I said all the celebrities to, all the up-and-comers too, even the kids that's trying to get the right knowledge. And he's a mentor of sorts for me as well, so Mark Taylor, man. I'm a, I've been really working with uh, the powerhouses of the Russian market. Okay. Uh, Slav Mank, which is Slava Makarkin, uh, he created the biggest um, artist in the world right now in Russia. Her name is Andy Lark, so we're going to be working on some projects with her. She's in Miami. Shout out, Annie Lark, if you're listening, baby. Um, Inessa called De La Nozman, and uh, we got a record out called "Disobedient." It's really killing right now. And um, I was just appointed the A&R for RRL Recordings, Tom McDonough, um, which is a subsidiary of uh, Universal Music Group through Mi Five. Yes,
1: congratulations!
0: Thank you. So, and Conrad Waller actually is an assistant A&R as well. So I'm excited about that. Shout out Trevor Socrates over at Jack and Partners. We're doing some powerful things. We, uh, it just takes time. It takes time to build a, a brand. You know?
1: So if you could give advice to anyone wanting to be in your position right now, what would be? Run. <laughs> and don't
0: stop. And don't stop. Don't think, get scraped, get hurt, run into good people, keep them around. Work hard. Work as if nobody else is ever gonna understand your hustle, hustling. If you got them, keep them. And always, always love your people. Love them, because that's the money. They're the ones that pay your bills. So, um, you know what? People think that uh, writing is an easy thing. It is. It really just stems from a thought or an emotion, and you put it through a pen and pour it on paper. Um, I think the best thing for people to do when they want to start writing is to think of a thought, put it into a category, write that thought, make it rhyme, and then um, just duplicate it with a different emotion or a different thought.
1: So you write it as if you're happy, you write like you're sad, you write if you're angry. Boom, Okay.
0: that's a start. So for instance, like from the top of the brain, you'd be like, man, I saw this woman, she had that cocoa brown skin. I knew when I got with her that we was going to win. When I looked in her eyes and I saw that ocean, she hit me with that kiss. Ooh, that was that potion. But here's the notion. My question goes deeper. If our love is strong enough, how could it be that ether? Break it. Here comes the chorus. Mm -hmm. She got that lovin'. She got that lovin'. You know I wanna put it inside your oven, you nasty boy. Like you know what I'm saying? And then the second, like you know right. what I'm saying? This is off the brain or whatever. But I'm so stealing my stuff, this. y'all. We're popping <laughs> <laughs> I actually kind of like that. No, um, <laughs> yeah, but you get what I mean. Yeah. And that's how you started. It, poetry, rap, songs—it's all poetry, poetry added with music. Absolutely. So we're all poets. Yeah. Didn't even know it.
1: How can people find you?
0: Team John Hill. Make sure y'all Google Team John Hill. All one word, no spaces. You can reach out to me that way. Um, Instagram, Team John Hill. Um, Facebook, Team John Hill 1. That's the personal page. Team John Hill is the artist page. And just Google Team John Hill as a collective. TeamJohnHill.com Team John Hill. Let's get it, baby.